Click Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Clickstoff Sudden Death. This is a new concept that we're going to be working out here and sending out some quick and mini episodes. Uh, we've got uh, we're going to focus these podcasts on uh, news, tournament reports, uh, other vital information about the tournament scene in the Hero Clicks game. Um, so this is Daniel uh, introing you today, but we're going to actually have uh, Alex uh, Coos, uh, head of the Rock Online uh, coordination. Uh, he's actually going to kind of be hosting and leading the podcast. Um, so the idea is that uh, Alex um, jumps in. He can record with any of us um, main clicked off podcast hosts. Um, and, uh, but the main goal of, uh, just getting you guys more content, more mini episodes, uh, we're probably not going to have any question posts on this one. So the goal would be to keep this podcast an hour under, um, and then we'll still have the big episodes with all of y'all's questions and our regular segments. Um, so, um, We've got on the line tonight, we've got our uh, new host of the Sudden Death series, Alex Coos. Hello. And uh, Jason Alvey's joining us. What's up? So, Alex, um, you know what? You want a driver's seat today for the first Sudden Death and going forward, so you hop right on in. Absolutely. Without further ado, let's just go ahead and begin with click number one. Click one. News and upcoming events. Alright guys, so um, WizKids announced a new strategy game that utilizes the HeroClick system called Marvel Strike Teams. Now don't confuse that with the mobile game Marvel Strike Force that was recently released. Um, I know I have that on my phone and it's a blast. The new table strategy game allows one player to take up the mantle of the evil villain mastermind while the other players attempt to stop them. The game includes standalone missions, a built-in campaign that allows players to improve their heroes over several missions. Uh, the game is set to be released this October and retails for $59.99. WizKids has announced this game will not be compatible with regular hero clicks. Do either of you have any interest in this game, and is WizKids making the right choice with making this game incompatible with normal hero clicks? Um, I think it's fine. I mean, there's an X-Men strategy game okay. that's like the same thing that was released probably 2016, uh, whenever mm -hmm. we were in the drought of X-Men hero clicks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. It's uh, WizKids makes other board games. So, yeah. um, do I think that I'll want the game? No, probably not. The X Men one wasn't terribly compelling to me, so um, I really don't want the. Uh, I probably won't play the new one. 
did the X-Men one utilize any Heroclix stuff? I, I it did. remember it, it, I re it, it had the Heroclix style figures. Yeah, and it had it had the combat dial system on the base too, so yeah, I mean, I bought the Justice League strategy game just because the figures were HeroClix compatible. I never played the actual game. Right, and then the Batman one was um, the yeah, the same thing. Compatible as yeah. Well. yeah, I think, I mean, though, the only reason people purchased those is that they were HeroClix compatible and, like, the dark side and the parademons were actually good. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm glad that these are not HeroClix compatible, so I don't have to buy them. <laughs> Well, I do hope the game has, like, I hope it has a way to where you can, like, on your own incorporate hero clicks into it. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Like, I I'm hoping once I see someone display it, that it has some capabilities where if I'm creating a, a judging an event locally, that I could create this sort of villain mastermind event, more of a PvE, if you will, as opposed to players playing each other, they play me, and I can utilize this game to kind of use it. Um, I, that might be wishful thinking on my part, but I'm I'm kind of hoping that is where they went with it. But it it sounds kind of you know like uh, role play is you know role play is type of game like you know um, so maybe you can. Yeah, I mean I'm just not a huge board game guy to start out with. Um, mm -hmm. You know I, I don't do well with uh, Scrabble and Monopoly and that sort of thing. I get that this is not that, but. Um, I, I I like HeroClix as a tabletop game because I get to choose, and I can choose to bring in Nick Fury and help win the HeroClix and help me help me win the HeroClix board game, uh, to where I can't do that in uh, Monopoly. So makes sense. Not if, if you think Monopoly is, is what you think of when you think of board games, you really need to like you you, you you know <laughs> I mean you know that I know better. Um, I mean, I've, I've played the DC deck building, you know, the other different yeah. types of I, I mean, I understand that this is in the middle, so I'm not making such an extreme statement here, but um, I'm just saying I don't play set, I don't like to play set board games where there's yeah, a, set, I know you don't. a set win-lose scenario. Yeah, it's not really, your, you're just not a board gamer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Dials and cards have finally been spoiled for the upcoming Casey Power Girl, one of the Connellys, and the Connelly ID cards. Their inspirations and whatnot have been spoiled. Before we start digging into the ID cards, real quick, what are your opinions on the Casey Power Girl or Power Woman? Sorry, and how would you utilize her if you would at all? Until oh, I mean, low dial, right? I mean, extra action, right? Yeah, her low dial is legitimate um, if you yeah. can protect her from shredders. Um, I could actually see that being incorporated into some competitive teams. Um, other than that, I mean, she's fun at her top dial. Um, what was she charged super strength with like a 12 attack, right? Yeah, 12 attack, 18 defense, inv invincible, 5 damage, and power, it looks like. Yeah, the empower is the big thing because um, she can empower other KC pieces. Mm -hmm. So totally gonna play her with KC soups to get him to nine damage. Yikes! All right. Well, as far as ID cards go, 
The Psylocke, Banshee, and Rogue ID cards that they have shown work similar to their fellow X-Men ID cards. However, the Batman Villain, or the Arkham Asylum, if you will, ID cards, don't have what we know as inspirations. Instead, they have an ability called Intimidation. The ability reads, when an ID character is placed on the map, choose one to last until your next turn. Opposing characters within three can't use the listed Intimidation power, or, and this is the one I didn't see before, or opposing characters within three squares modify attack minus one. Um, so far, the revealed intimidations are Joker, Perplex, Harley Quinn, Exploit Weakness, Poison Ivy, Poison Smoke Cloud, Two-Face, Probability Control, and Mr. Freeze Incapacitate. What ID cards are you excited to play with first? What figures are you eager to call in? And why is Poison Ivy the worst ID card out of all of them, at least until Batman Animated drops? Did we have? Do we have a previewed uh, Poison Ivy in Batman yet, or at least one on the box or something? I feel like I remember seeing a picture of one. Yeah, I'm not sure we're getting one. Um, let's see. So, do you know? Did you have the inspirations for the new uh, Psylocke, Banshee, and Rogue? Um, Banshee, if I remember correctly, should be when you hit, you give the person an action token. Yeah, an action um, token. I, yeah, I believe yeah. that one would be for him. Uh, Rogue is steel energy, and Psylocke—that's oh, the one I actually don't have. Let me look. Yeah, I was trying to look it up on Realms. Um, you know, I. I wish we had a better Banshee to call in. Um, it's going to be fun in Rock Age. Yeah, I mean, that's the only time that he's really useful. Um, um, Psylocke is exploit weakness. Is there... The, did we even get a Psylocke? I know this is uh, there, There's a Psylocke in X-Force and Deadpool, isn't there? Yeah, there's two. There's one in the Fast Forces and one in the main set. Um, Giggly great. Do we have a Rogue? Is there a rogue? Was there one? There's a there's an LE rogue. I don't remember if she just retired or not. Yeah, let I, me look here. So the uh, so the fast forces Psylocke, not that great. Uh, she is fifty point X Men, so that that is good. So she can get pumped up to the moon, right? Uh, the other one in the set is ninety points. Um, and she has Mind Blade. When she makes a close attack, that can use Incapacitate, Mind Control, Outwit. Uh, she basically gets Blades. Oh, no, no. Increased Psylocke's damage value by half the result. So she can come in and do six damage pretty... Not reliably, but with all the perplexes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not digging that one. Yeah, and I, from what I can see, I don't see that we have a modern rogue. So no, no, we don't. So that, that, I was just looking. Is, yeah, we don't. This is another Phantom Stranger scenario. We get uh, an ID card with no one to use no, it with. Phantom Stranger was actually able to be used. Uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp, Swamp Thing, Thing was not. Swamp Thing. And he had the he had uh, one of the have best. An OP kid coming. I, I'm looking at the Rogue. I, the Rogue retired, right? That was in. Uh, yeah. Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men. X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't terribly great. Um, yeah, and then the, the LE Psylocke retired with the uh, LE one, the LE Rogue. I think they were in the same kit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we have a new OP kit coming with Rogue or not. I don't think so. Not that I know of, no. 
Yeah, because yeah. the the summer event is I thought was gonna have figures, but they came out and said it was just some weird ID card thing, and is just supposed to cr help create scenarios or something along those lines. So, um, so Rock Age, I guess. Yeah, yeah Rock Age, I guess. <laughs> yeah, which is cool because I mean Pat's uh, Pat's tourney is getting really really popular out west, so um, that that'll that's not a bad thing. So, right, so Batman the, villains? Yeah, those are the ones that I think are gonna make a big splash. I think at least. Um, so I don't think they're gonna make a big splash for the intimidations. I think people will end up using the other power on that, the opposing characters within three, more often than the intimidations. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the big thing out of this, right, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, Chair Joker comes out, and he's an improved targeting, ignores characters, call-in. Mm-hmm. So, and when he hits, they give up the two action tokens. Boom. The big thing with being able to at least... For gnats, right, is that the giant girls can be body blockers. Mm -hmm. So it, while it's not relevant for nationals, right, after Joker ID becomes legal in July, Chair Joker becomes a great call-in. So he's 11 attack, 3 damage, 6 range, right? Range combat expert makes that a 5. Unimine makes that a 12 for 6. And ba-boom. And his poison. So anything lower than 140 gets a pin damage. He clears them out of the way, and then he shoots six squares away to something else. Yeah, it's it's going to be gross. Uh, I think Harley, I don't know if she's necessarily going to be better than Joker. Um, she has a lot more options. Almost more options than the Joker does. Not all the options are great, though. Um, but you have the rare prime, which might not be bad. Um, I think the title Harley is probably going to be your best bet because she could come in and plus two and then she can attack. Um, I think she'll be a decent one because uh, you, you keep in mind she's plus twoing someone, m subtracting someone's attack, modifying them by minus one within mm -hmm. three. I mean, you do that to an X-Men theme team with Wolverines and now they're having to hit with a 10 instead of an 11. Granted, they all have perplexes, but it, it, I think they'll be useful now the the poison ivy one i looked it up and the only modern poison ivy we have currently is the bombshell one which was hot garbage from what i remember from it yeah it has a uh, whopping yeah. one damage i just looked her up yeah she she is probably that's an id card i don't plan on ever using i was gonna say she was the worst but i didn't realize we didn't have a rogue so she yeah, uh, hopefully we get a pretty decent <laughs> one. <laughs> a pretty decent one come uh, yeah. Batman Animated. I mean, if World Finest hadn't just retired, she'd be better. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, the big deal in there would be she could be called out at 25 points. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, lots of lots of ways in the past to spin a round table or spin up an, a Quinjet that away. So. Yep. Um, Two-Face, we've only got one. That's Joker's Wild, and... He's not too well, bad. Do... Is there a Harvey Dent and a Two-Face in Joker's Wild? Or just Harvey? Or just Two-Face? Uh, I mean, the ID card's named Two-Face. Because so you can matter. also... You... Well, it says you can also... It says, it says Harvey Dent on the back of it, also. 
Uh, oh. But you go to you got to go by the name up top. Or unless it's so an, you can't go, you can't, well, is the name on the back and alternate go on the identity? Is the yes. alternate? Yes. Okay, then that's yes. fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Harvey Dent. I didn't think we got one, but I never thought I about. I remember if there were two of them or not. No, we haven't got a Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Until and okay. since Batman Streets of Streets of Gotham. Yeah, okay. I mean he he Two Face might not be bad at sixty five points because you could come in perplex maybe and then try to well i guess you would start him on his red clicks or do you start him on either uh, i'm looking i'm looking pulling him back up because uh, you give him a free action to heal one click and on four to six you turn him to the same click number of a different color so i guess you start him on the red ones which is a sidestep defend for 18 and a perplex for one damage and then you can switch him over to his somewhat nicer clicks with the double-barreled shotgun energy explosion with two targets that might be nice for against a giant girl team or that i don't know man i think i think jubilee's just better for the energy explosion and for the perplex there's just yeah yeah you just i don't know cyclops is better yeah that's fair uh, and then the last one is mr freeze you mean the worst, the worst Iceman? <laughs> um, let's see. So we've got a couple of Mr. Okay. Mr. Freezes, uh, 100 points, running shot, uh, frozen tokens. Uh, that could be a useful. Uh, let's see. The one in Joker's Wild was decent. Running shot or sidestep Cyblast. Uh, and then you put the ice wall marker on them can't be moved if they have the ice wall marker can't be moved or placed and modifies defense minus two remove it at the end of that character's turn and deal that character one penetrating that's or give any adjacent character a power action to remove the ice wall that that that's not bad yeah no that's not bad at all 90 points is a little steep nowadays but that's i mean that's not bad for a call-in if you have a 100 point if you're using like eternity at 100 points or something like that. Or yeah. mini shredder. There you go. Yeah. As your call-in battery. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It's not the worst, but it's yeah. Man, X Men has spoiled us with good, great call-ins. So. Well, and it's and his last thing, his thing isn't like Iceman from Uncanny, where if they're frozen, they can't be damaged or something. There, if I remember correctly, or. There's one ice power where if they're frozen, they can't be targeted and can't be damaged. They're just literally frozen. So, all right. Um, before we move on to click number two, don't forget some exciting Hero Clicks tournaments are coming up. We have, of course, the national championship on Friday, June fifteenth at Origins Game Fair. Team nationals, I believe, are on Saturday, yep. June sixteenth, and I know we are all excited about that. Is it, are we all going? Jason's not, so he's not excited Jason. about it. Okay. My my son's first birthday is June the fifteenth. So. Oh well, yeah, then absolutely I, I, that. I yeah. That sounds more exciting, for probably less stress. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta um, sit this year out. Yeah. After nationals, um, 
not really an event, but don't forget the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Unplugged Gravity Feed releases on June 27th. Hot garbage. The, the Shredders were alright, um, but we, we'll talk about that at a later time. I um, hate 8-bit <laughs> sculpts. Oh my god. They're awful. <laughs> All right, so the, the, the crowd dull roared that the Unplugged Gravity feed was coming out on June 27th. Um, <laughs> as for some upcoming rock events, uh, Giant Robot Games will be hosting a qualifier on June 26th for our Canadian folks in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. We will also be having a Rock Online 300-point win-a-map event on June 29th. Now, I know that kind of conflicts a little bit with your click stuff, stuff. Um, but it, I like to think it's leading in to your Clickstoff Classic on June 30th. Well, if you guys want to talk well, about that anymore. We have our own win a map on June 29th at Big Bang as a prelude to the Classic. Uh, and it's going to be Rock Age 300. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, so on Friday it's going to be following Pat's Majestic's ban list for the win a map on Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Saturday for the main Mega Super Qualifier, we will be doing 300 Modern. So certainly the online win a map, if you can't travel in on Friday, is a great practice to lead into uh, the Clickstaff Classic on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, you can. You, everyone can pretend that they're they're playing in spirit. They're playing online. They can feel like they're there at the Clickstaff Classic playing, even though it's 300 Modern and not Rock Age. Um, Additionally, also on June 30th is the Houston Shootout event at Book Stan in Beaumont, Texas. And there's a mega qualifier at the Comic Dimension in Greensboro, North Carolina. So a very, very busy last weekend in June. Um, another thing real quick is don't forget in July, we will be having a lot of wooden maps because the ever so desired... Uh, Sunken City is that what it's called? Uh, the Flash. The I think it's Flash called Flashpoint Point. Flood. There you go. Flashpoint Flood map becomes quarter threes. Uh, win a map. Oh, map. Win that first at the Clistoff Classic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you're not fortunate enough to win it, we will be hosting. Uh, I plan on hosting at least one win a map a week, if not more in July and probably August. Uh, there's states in July, so I might actually take states off we'll see um let's move on to the let's move on to click two click two tournament reports and analysis so click two uh we are talking about tournament reports and the analysis of each of the recent uh tournaments that we had uh so the first one we'll talk about is the tulsa mega super q that happened this past weekend all right so uh, the winner of that event was Caleb Reddick, so congratulations to Caleb. And second place was Isaac Dinky, uh, who were both playing uh, uh, pretty much some Alpha Strike teams. Um, I'll tell you what, let's um, let me try to pull up their rankings here. So. To do dice addictions results. Oh, here we go. First was Caleb Reddick. Second was Isaac Dinky. Mike Eskew and Jake Cockrell got third and fourth. And then we had Dylan Disney, DJ Riggin, Andrew Wynn, and Zach Coffey rounding out the top eight. Uh, so, what do you want to do, Alex? You want to start at top eight and uh, work our way down? Uh, 
Sure, that works for me. All right, so Zach Coffee. So this was uh, important to note, right? I guess uh, you want to say uh, this was the first weekend post-retirement. Um, so it gives us a good preview of what's going to happen, what's going to start coming into nationals, um, and gives an idea of what um, players are thinking going into the uh, a big event here uh, next week. Um, so Zach Coffey played uh, Hydra Cap. No, ADWO. That's not Hydra Cap. That's the no. That's, that's the, old that's, man cap. That's the old man cap. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. too many Captain Americas. Um, but okay. Old old man cap, uh, wasp, part of the Avengers title at fifty. Uh, Chase Hawkeye, uh, one giant girl at fifty. Uh, two giant girl starter. This is a, a fast forces giant girl at fifty. Fast forces giant girl at uh, two of them at ten, and then uh, one of them at. Uh, 20 from the main set um, and then a uh, Mighty Thor Eric Masterson Wolverine ID, Cyclops ID Storm ID, Professor X ID Leech ID and Mirror of Masulish. Um so I would have had to probably assume that turn 1 the mirror goes on to Captain America a giant uh, girl unless they gave it to uh, Hawkeye probably. Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. But that you probably don't. Squishy as it is. Yeah, I mean, and I hope you hit that leadership so you don't have to push him turn two. Yeah, because does that uh, Captain America have stealth? Or am I making that up? He's got outwit and perplex leadership as if he was two hundred points. I don't think he's got stealth. I can't remember. Uh, So this is the old man fifty-four. Yeah, correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, yes, he has stealth, smoke cloud, combat reflexes, and then his special damage power. He can use outwit and perplex, and then he can use leadership as if he were 200 points. Um, and then once per turn, when a friendly character is healed, after actions resolve, you may roll a d6. On a result of 4 or 6, remove an action token from that character. Hmm, so that actually could work pretty decent in tandem with the giant girls. Since yeah. they heal off a of KOing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's an it's Avengers theme, right? We've talked about on here why giant girls are great. Um, yeah, it's I like it. And then Eric Masterson, he does he have enhancement? I believe. Let me look. Real enhancement, quick. Uh, yeah. willpower, and power action perplex. Yeah, that's with the, not bad for 15 points. Yeah, I mean, and you got the leadership on the map, so you can do the perplex back to back, even with the willpower, and you can potentially do it more with uh, removing with leaderships. So that team clicks into two leaderships when Wasp clicks down to it. Mm-hmm. So it, it has the potential to keep going. Hmm. I mean, I like it. I dig it. I th- Zach's a good player, so. Um, so next up, we have Andrew Wine, W-Y-N-N. Um, and we got uh, dual teams here that are the same from our uh, friends at Team Juggernaut at a Little Rock. Uh, so you have Title Thor Odinson, 
chase Thor from Avengers Infinity, two giant girls at 10 points each. What were you going to say, Jason? Nothing. Sorry. Oh, oh and an all-new Wolverine ID. Um, and uh, DJ Riggin got uh, sixth place with the same team. Um, hmm. Down except for their maps. Um, of course, with the all-new Wolverine rare on the sideline. Um, I love this team for its brutality and its simplicity. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I know you guys did in the last episode of the main show, you talked about title characters. And so you talked about Thor Odinson a little bit, where I think Thor Odinson, even though he's really expensive, he wasn't used a lot because of Green Arrow um, previously. And so I think we'll see a lot more of him because he was good. I mean, he was. T- you add in, um, I saw one team before use Thor Odinson and two or three of the uh, Valkyrie chases because they deal a lot of damage and they're only like, I think she's like 30 points. She's real cheap at her low point value. She's basically kind of like um, Wolverine at low points, being able to hit hard. Um, but using the chase Thor is actually better because that kind of helps your whole move and attack. You basically place chase Thor next to you, you heal, and then they could just go to town flurrying. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, the reach not being the entire map without a TK... Um, mm-hmm bothers me a little bit i mean you only have so many points right uh, but uh let's see when he uh wins or when he rolls a one which is not good uh can use a power cosmic and heal um so that's not bad um he gets the humility token so that's good so let me see the thor odinson again let me take a look at him yeah, just with an 11 movement, and even if you're going to Genosha, you're not calling over at the starting area with a flurry. Right. So that would that would be my one kind of negative. Now, I could also see um, him going underground. They did have the underground maps on their um, sideline. Um, mm-hmm. Going underground and moving up with the giant girls and then attacking turn two. So I guess it all depends on if you win map or not. Now, remember with Thor Odinson, his plus one ability is kind of like a ranged flurry, um, except you have to target a different person. Uh, When Thor Odinson targets and hits a single opposing character with a range attack this turn, after resolutions, once per turn, he may make a range attack targeting a different opposing character. So that's going to be useful when you're going against multiple X-Men. You won't kill them because they'll go to stop click, but... Still useful to have a ranged flurry of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, and if he survives, you can go ahead and bring over the uh, other one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, it's simple but uh, brutal. It would be a good um, entry level, maybe. Um, if you don't have a lot of money and you really need to get it, you really want to get into the game, Thor Odinson's not going to cost a lot. I know the Thor Chase. I think is only like 30 bucks now yeah you're talking about this is probably the cheapest team that we've seen uh top eight in a long time and they had 22 players so not a trivial amount of players uh right. thor is say 15 bucks uh the thor chase is 30 like you said so that's 45 the giant girls with shipping are six dollars a piece so 57 dollars all new wolverine and the rare 
let's just aim high and say 30. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that here? high. Well, yeah. I think it's like 15 to 20 for the ID, and then the rare is five to six bucks shipped. So I'm just rounding up a little bit. Um, so what we're about, we're what, at 87? Now, yeah. the, the maps are actually probably the most expensive thing here. Um, because the cargo plane is the uh, premium map, right? No, that's the uh, Deadpool cargo plane. Okay, so that one's not expensive. King Arthur's Castle is not expensive, but the underground cavern to go out and uh, acquire it is like twenty-five to thirty bucks. Well, that's a. It looks like they put on the side. This is the Star Trek one. Yeah. Is that? That's wow. That map is twenty-something dollars. Yeah. So I mean, we got a OP kit in, and I've. I got one when we had the OP release at Bang, but I did not get two of them, a second one for Sam, so I went and bought one the other day, and I just saw it pop up, and it was like $22 shipped. Wow. So, but still, all of that adds up to $120 tops. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cheap considering everything else that's out there. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, with the Tulsa Mega Super Qualifier, were there any other teams on the in the teams that were listed that popped out to you, used figures that you weren't really expecting or you were hoping would make a splash and they kind of did? Um, anything like that out there that you guys see? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to just talk about um, Dylan Disney's team, which was fifth place. Okay. Uh, Red Leader, Surter, uh, Pog Penguin, Fast Forces Penguin, um, Title Harley, Night Nurse, and Leonardo with the Doom Buggy as a terrain dial. Um, so, uh, wow, just there's a lot to break down on that team. I think if I was to keep it short, um, Leonardo. I look up what Leonardo does again. He's not the one that steals objects. He's the one that you roll the D, you roll the D, yeah. and uh, take the yeah. equipment. Yeah, it's yeah. Space Leo. Yeah, yeah, Space Leo's legit, and he has leadership. Mm -hmm. So he's leadershipping the whole team. Yeah, he's like uh, running shots like a blast to start. Yeah, with flight. Uh, Tidal Harley's doing the plus twos. Red Leader's yeah. doing the plus twos. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Like that because they're doing the combo, and I know I've talked to you uh, about this Dan before. The my favorite combo in clicks is the dual penguins with Harley Quinn, the Fast Forces Penguin, the one that in Joker's Wild that pops out penguins, and the title Harley. Combine those together, and you have penguins that are going to get across the map immediately. And doing pulse waving, it's nuts. And it's only 125 points. Yeah, and you that. can you combine that. So the Robo Penguins, the sidestep pulse wave one. Mm -hmm. We even got the running shot side blast one, right? So that one right. could be a twelve attack, three damage. Um, it gets pretty far across the map. Um, right, and the and to real quick to talk about the combo in case nobody knows about it. Um, the robot, the one who creates the penguin, has a power. Uh, that if you copy his attack with Batman Enemy, you may move a Robo Penguin for free. So you combat, you raise the Penguin Robo Penguin's movement by two using the Harley's plus one ability, 
and then you can basically free move that penguin sidestep if you chose to sidestep one and then you can actually move it and next thing you know you're halfway across the map in their face and they have to decide whether they want to let this pulse wave penguin just ignore it or let it do something um, and then to prevent Harley from taking damage because she's a title character and use the title ability you use the fast forces penguin which allows you to make a free attack that deals no damage to the fast forces penguin to move loyalty tokens which those tokens there's only one and you get plus one attack and plus one range so you can move that on the robo penguin to give them plus one attack and plus one range and it gets pretty ridiculous um the fast forces penguin i believe currently is the only modern figure that allows you to attack your own person like make an attack on your own person outside of like support isn't an attack anymore so it's really the only way you could do that it's very potent combo and i love it and then hey if you hit one of those penguins there's a big giant red flaming dude with a giant sword that comes stabs you in the gut with with uh, red leaders perplex also so that's that's gonna be dumb yeah i, lo I love that team here just take uh, five damage to the face with a 14 attack that's a no, defense, no defense power, power. yeah yeah and then you can move you can move the penguins loyalty token whenever because anybody can make it's not once per turn it's anybody sure. can make that attack so let's you can just, have uh, Surter, let's just make Surter have a 15 attack with the uh five damage Oh, so gross. And then he can shoot one of your other retaliators from nine squares away at that point. Mm -hmm. Does Surter have an eight? Surter has an eight, right? I think so. Surter has an eight. Wow. And, and also, if, don't don't stop, let's not forget this team is not using ID cards. Yeah, that's I didn't notice that, that and that is that great. is a. That is a complete rarity nowadays. You, you mm -hmm. just don't see that. So kudos to, to Dylan. Now, if I was to look at... Now, this is not the takeaway from these guys. These guys top four. They did an excellent job. Um, but Jake Cockrell used an Overdrive, Samantha Wilson, Shredder Clone, Ocean Resurrection team. Um, phenomenally powerful team but admittedly something that we kind of expected congratulations mm -hmm. to jake um mike eskew um he debuted the pip the troll moon dragon lockjaw with mjolnir so something that we've talked about on the show um using the thor chases or using the ai chases with uh, mjolnir mm -hmm. uh with the almighty lockjaw again Congratulations to Mike. Love the team. It is something that we expected, though, uh, to see. Um, and then uh, Caleb Reddick. Um, but let's go um, Isaac. Where the heck is Isaac at? Uh, it's one of the first ones there. Um, That's, oh, Isaac used Pip, Peace Machine, Claw, Mini, um, Almost down to the T, Jean Grey, Colossus, Wolverine, Professor X. Almost down to the T, the kind of expected double shredder uh, team uh, going into Nats. Um, now, Caleb, that one uh, shredder clone with Ocean, uh, Captain America, Overdrive, Ironheart, Surter, Carnage, Fast Horses, Giant Girl, three IDs. And here's the big one, guys. Wizkid. 
<laughs> WizKid be $15 no more. You have won a super qualifier. It's just, it's hard to play WizKid because he's a prime. Yeah, I know. He didn't, I mean, obviously the better choice probably for this team would have been to have a Professor X ID instead of Cyclops with Brute X. But that's okay. Caleb wanted to use WizKid, and I watched him on stream, and WizKid made a difference. Um, hey, more more power, more power to that. I don't know if, if I would give up that for the Prime, but I, I've seen WizKid in action, and yeah, I mean he's he's annoying, very annoying to give plus one. So yeah, yeah, I mean he, you know, plus range, uh, modify attack range and damage by one each. So, yeah. I mean, that's nothing to be, you know, uh, messed with. So you want to lead us into uh, the online Super Q, Alex? Absolutely. So um, another event that took place recently was a Rock Online Super Q. We had uh, 15 teams enter the tournament. So almost full house. The Rock Online Super Qs are maximum capacity of 16. Um, if we fill up and we get some more people that want to join, we can usually move it up to a Mega Super or something like that. We can figure something out. But uh, this time it was 15 uh, teams. Uh, first place was Lane Miller. He took a, he played the only Shredder team of the day. Um, and so he took uh, first place over Devin Adams, who played a very unique team. Uh, played Eternity, more McTaggart. We'll break that down a little bit more here in just a second. Um, a few other keynote teams that I wanted to mention was that um, there were three X-Men theme teams, and they all placed 3rd, 7th, and 12th, and then we had three Unimind teams, and they placed 8th, 9th, and 15th. Um, so the Unimines weren't doing so hot this time. Um, Avengers Infinity Super Rare Colossals made an appearance. We had four teams. One of them had Eternity, uh, which was Devin Adams' team, and three of them had Infinity on there. So it was nice to see them. Um, another, not really, I wouldn't say it was a big surprise, uh, but we did have two teams that main boarded Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Um, and that would be John Drap and also uh, Ed Arnold Berkowitz. Both ran Green Arrow and Hawkeye main team, which I thought was pretty neat. Pretty sad, because I was hoping we wouldn't ever see them again, but... You know, it is what it is. So to go through the top four real quick, uh, winner once again was Lane Miller. He played Mini Shredder, Claw Shredder, Two Carnages, Groot, Bizarro Green Arrow. And then he had the typical run of IDs. Now I will say he did play a Rusty ID, which I know he's really big into Rusty. Um, having the uh, main set Rusty and the Fast Forces Rusty on his sideline. Um, he gave Bizarre Green Arrow the Asgardian Shield, and he also played the Boxing Ring. So it was a little bit of a different Shredder team than we're used to seeing. Uh, there was no uh, Peace Machine this time. He opted to go with Bizarro Green Arrow. Um, the runner-up uh, that narrowly lost, I think the game ended up being 125 to 120. Very, very, very close game. Uh, Lane ended up winning at the very end, taking out a more McTaggart, which came back to life at once or twice. Three three times during the game uh, thanks to Eternity uh, which I thought was a very interesting play I was hoping the Colossals would do well um, Devin played Eternity, Mortimer McTaggart, Anarchy which I'm super thrilled to see him 
uh, Groot, Groot uh, two Groots, Carnage, um, Mangog, and then the four Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Professor X IDs. Um, any thoughts in regards to that team? Um, I was nice to see David Gosselman make a top two on the field. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Mangog? The Mangog. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Alex. The jokes can carry over from the main episode to the to the mini episodes too. Mango. Well, well, you really confused me for a second. I was like, no. I mean, David was in. The, David was there. He did not make second. Um, so I, you freaked me out for a mini for a mini second. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like uh, Devin's team. Um, it's it's pretty complex to play, and props to Devin for playing it really well. Um, you know, I think what what's important to me about that team is the timing of the placement of the Anarchy Bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, is that that happens after um, all objects and characters are placed? Uh, so, yes, because it's at the beginning of the game that right. you place it out. Um, and so you can just surround their objects with uh, um, the bombs. So if they go out to get it, you get to trigger four bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do I think that we'll see a lot of this team in nationals? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I can see it being pretty complex to play. And just something not everybody can pick up. Yeah. Yeah, for me, Anarchy, I loved Anarchy when he came out. Um, But as I tried to fit him in more and more, he was just too expensive. Like, the bombs are sweet. They'd be better if it was they worked on a, like, three through six. Because I would probably, a majority of the time I rolled for that, I missed. I rolled a one through three. And that means that Anarchy was basically my prob machine for 75 points because he did very little else. But having a having the bombs that could deal three damage that gets through stop clicks that gets through mastermind, that's wonderful. I know Devin, the way he played it was he consistently put the bombs around the boxing ring. Um, so basically you were trapped in the boxing ring. Uh, if you went in there, you're pre- basically going to get blown up. And I thought that was very smart. I know he had a lot of Eternity Resurrections, um, which was pretty cool too. And he basically sent the Groot, the Walking Woods out and let them do their thing. And I, I never really looked at Eternity much, and so it didn't occur to me that Moira Metagrid would work with Eternity until I sat there and thought and said, Oh, yeah, he gains the X-Men keyword. So, yeah, that works. So, huh. And it also, uh, I get that they're both cosmic, so Groot's leadership works just by default. Mm-hmm. But, like, Groot's leadership works because uh, Eternity's now a guardian of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am growing to like Eternity more and more, more. 100 points, a little steep, but I like him as an ID call, uh, battery. Have him in the back. I mean, he won't get in the. He can get in the face a little bit, but I like him. I like him at 100 points. I wish he was a little cheaper, but I think he gets the job done. Yeah, I um, mean, and if the Walking Woods get KO'd, Eternity loops over, calls somebody out, and wrecks your face. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Third place was Tyler with uh, the, your typical X-Men team, a, uh, Chase Angel, three Wolverines, Lila Cheney, and Darwin with a boxing ring and five IDs. Um, so there's not not much to say about the X-Men team. That's pretty uh, your staple X-Men team. I think we'll see a decent amount of those. Um, especially with the Angel. The Angel surprised me um, that it's becoming more and more popular. And now that I've seen it played and gone against it a few times, I see why it's more and more popular. I know when it, it was released or unve uh, revealed, I was kind of eh on it. But um, Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the perplex. It's the ability. It has shape change. It has the stop click. It's another bomb, right? When it gets hit to it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just good. And it's 60 points to call in Iceman. Yep. Or Gene. Yeah, or Gene. The same thing, yeah. Just as good. All right, so our fourth place was Nate White. Uh, he played Fast Forces Domino, uh, Giganto, or Giganto, however you want to say it, and Namor. At 50 points, uh, Chase Star Fox. This was a cool one. Uh, two Robins from the uh, Harley Quinn. The uh, was it Thrill Killer? Thrill Killer, yeah. Thrill Killer Robins. Um, at 40 points each, Surter, and then he had Mjolnir on Star Fox, Boxing Ring, uh, Wolverine, Rusty, Brew, Leech, Cyclops for your IDs. He also had a hammer and a dueling sword out there as well. Um, very unusual team. So, uh, it it would be, it seems like it's a little unusual, but Nate, uh, Nate's my boy from Chicago, mm -hmm. uh, and he has been working the heck out of those Thrill Killer Robins. Um, you know, when another character is KO'd by an attack after resolutions, remove a character from Robin, 11 attack, 3 damage, uh, Batman ally... Uh, when Robin is KO'd, he gives out action tokens, so it's not nominal to kill him. Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot of stealth busting. Um, the Giganto is hardy. The Surter's a threat. Um, and the swords make uh, Robins uh, even more potent. Yeah, the, the only thing I, I was kind of... The, uh, the Gigantos was probably the only thing I was kind of... I, I see what they do because they're, I mean, 50 points. It starts with Invincible. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to see much of his games. So yeah, I watched the one against Lane. I think he, I think Giganto was there, if I'm not mistaken, more for um, uh, the leadership mm -hmm. and the stop click and the Invincible and just being a hardy piece. Yeah. Um, that if you, it doesn't do much. But it, if it stays on the map, it's not great either. So it takes a double tap. Um, if you outwit the invincible, it takes a triple. Unless you outwit the invincible, it takes a triple tap to kill it. Um, so it, it it stays around really good. So uh, I, I dig it. All right, and um, honorable mention real quick because I'm not going to go over the rest of the teams unless there was a certain team that you guys were interested in. But let me do an honorable mention to fifth place, John Drap. Um, I felt bad because he, it was one of those instances he matched the rest of the top four except for Lane with wins and losses, but he just got edged out slightly by Nate by points. 
Um, and so that's one of those, ah, man, if I played the right opponent or if I, you know, oh, if I had KO'd that ID figure, so I always hate those. Um, but he got fifth place. He played Green Arrow, uh, the Chase Green Arrow, Unseen, Hawkeye, uh, Elseworlds, Green Lantern, the Carrion one, Surter, and Carnage, and no ID cards. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had to get shout-outs to our teammates, uh, Lane and John, uh, for doing so well Saturday uh, and getting their prep in for Nats and getting more rounds of practice in. So uh, congrats to both those guys for sure. So were there any figures that you could see, or figures, any teams that you see out there that um, you found interesting or anything like that? I think the online Super Q had a lot more expected teams than uh, Texas did or uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I I agree. There were some that I was surprised about, but I I feel like there was more people actually bringing their Nationals team because, you know, it's it's that stage where we're still trying to figure out what the meta is because rotation just happened and not everyone wants to reveal their you know, this is my secret team, my trap card. So um, I think we saw quite a few of those. Um, I feel like someone said Ed's team was pretty much what he was going to play in Nationals, I think. Um, it looked like it because he did a really good job. He ended up uh, having the most points in the tournament. I think he had 1,400 points because um, he played uh, one or two of the Unimines and basically knocked, knocked Unimine out and took out almost all of their Eternals. So, Yeah, he was main forcing Hawkeye and Green Arrow also. Yeah, he was just using Hellion yeah. to throw, Hellion. fling up, using Hellion, fling them out there, sidestep, running shot, wreck stuff. Uh, I bet most of his games were like 10 minutes or less. <laughs> Surprisingly, and I will say this, um, one thing I noticed running the Rock Online, the first couple of rounds, the first time that people said their game was over, was with maybe five minutes left. Oh, wow. We had very little games that ended quickly. Um, when we got to the fourth round, there may be one or two, but most of them I was getting close to calling last round, and finally someone said, hey, we're done. And so I, I noticed that the games are taking a little bit longer, and maybe it's more of a grind fest, um, so you don't have the green arrow call-ins to just, whoop, you're dead, and took out your tank, so now you're you're scrambling or you're going to call it. Um, so I, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and go talk briefly about the UK Nationals that just happened. Uh, the UK Nationals didn't have Avengers Infinity legal, but we can't really discredit any of the results because they still can be reflective of what could be happening in our Nationals. Um did you guys see any of the teams coming out of nationals, or what? What were your? I, I saw the top. I saw the top two, and uh, while Unimind won, and I think if I was to sum up this whole uh, click discussion, um, UK Nats, the online super qualifier, and the top eight at Tulsa tells me that Leech and Darwin are continued bad plays. Now, I'll go ahead and say it right now. Daniel Powell's playing Unimind at Nationals. But are you going to play against Daniel Powell playing Unimind? Are you going to play against Alex Q's um, playing Unimind? So 
Sorry, Alex. It's spoilers. Uh, man, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's whatever, right? I mean, exactly. You're you're not gonna play against somebody that has the thousand dollar team every round, right? Um, you know, Ed. Like you take, you know, just using Ed as an example here. That's pretty much what Ed's going to be using. You saw Scott Crampton's team. I know Scott's been working on that team. You're talking about some high-level players that are not using pickup power. And if you take your point sinks of Leach and Darwin and you play against those players, you're probably going to lose. Now, I get that Darwin might just be just good enough to play, quote-unquote, but... If you run into those players that don't have those things and they can just go past you, go past Darwin, then he becomes useless. And then you're 35 points down, you're playing a 265-point game versus a 300-point game. Now, I will say this. As far as Leech goes, I still kind of like him as an ID just for three points because he can come in and basically shut down all your Wolverines because he can outwit anybody within four if he uses outwit, each time he uses it, if the target was in with four, after resolutions, he can use it again on a different person. So he could come in and say, all right, no flurry, no flurry, no flurry. Um, and he's only 30 points. I mean, I know he's going to die pretty quickly. So, you know, you got to protect him. I don't think it's a terrible play. I wouldn't ever main board him whatsoever. Right. Well, I mean, then he only lasts for a turn, right? So, but you're talking about him then being useless against your four teams with the super rare colossals, Mm -hmm. um, and then with the main board AI chases. All all of the above is, all of the above is bad. Um, One thing I will say coming out of UK Nationals, the other team that was a Unimine was a King Shark team, Um, and knowing some people personally that have really wanted King Shark to work, I think this has been the. the thing that kind of sets them off a little bit so it's kind of like they're now becoming super saiyans if you will because they realize okay we don't have to be theme team anymore to guarantee math casey casey aquaman is enough for us for water and so i i I know a few people who are very excited to to be like all right king shark actually might work now so i I am excited about that not that i want to go against king sharks but um it's cool to have something that's kind of been right up on the cusp of being there finally push through. King Shark do 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 do. King Shark do 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 do. All right, so um, <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> uh, to, that, that's my thoughts on it, Alex. Just uh, and, and I will say I do know that song. I, I know you guys talked about it, and you didn't know where that came from. <laughs> I do remember that song. Now I didn't ever sing it, but. I I was in band in high school, and so I remember people singing it all the time. Anyway, let's move on to click three. Click three. Buy, sell, hold. So this is our buy, sell, hold segment. Um, if you've never traded Heroclix or sold Heroclix online, then you are missing out on a volatile and exciting market. And no, this is not a multi-level marketing scheme. While most players or collectors <laughs> are in hero clicks to make a profit, I know myself included, I want to try to break even or at least slow down my collection's depreciation. Like you, you know, you buy that figure, you buy the case, you get these super rares, and then they, they're like five bucks. 
and that's the worst. Basically, all the Deadpool chase, uh, all the Deadpool uh, super rares. Um, this segment is to offer advice on what will be hot, what figures we could see rise in price, or what figures need to be sold fast. All right, so let's put on our financial advising hats, and let's talk about what figures that we are buying now, figures that we're trying to sell now, or figures we are trying to hold. Um, Jason, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so we want to start with uh, buy or sell or hold. Let's start with buys. Start with buys. Okay. Uh, I think right now uh, X-Men student IDs are a good buy. They're cheap, Mm -hmm. and they're going to become a lot more useful with the Blackbird coming out. Absolutely. I I have purchased – I've made trades in the last week, probably three or four trades, trying to get the last of the IDs. Yeah, I have two. I think I'm down to like one I think I need now. But uh, I think those are good buys. Uh, Storm and Wolverine ID are probably good buys because you're not getting those with the Blackbird. No student IDs for them. You're gonna Everybody's going to want them to go with the Blackbird. They're probably just going to go up from where they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Rare Cyclops. He's probably going to be the pilot of choice for the Blackbird, possibly. You might want to run two of them on ID, IT cards. I'm sorry. He's already, st- he's already started going up a little bit. So I noticed. Yeah, I've, ar- I've already noticed that. Yeah. But he's probably going to get more expensive, right? Uh, I, thought, I thought he was strangely cheap. Like what everyone was talking about, he's like 20 or 30 bucks. He's running around 23-ish or so dollars right now. Yeah. He was 15 for a while. And I thought yeah. that was crazy under, uh, like, mm-hmm. don't know why it was so cheap. I wish I had bought more, but I didn't, I had no idea why he was so cheap. And uh, Chase Angel, I think his stock's probably going up as well. I think you're going to see more of him on teams. Uh, and Groot, like, uh, Infinity Groot is, like, way cheap right now for some reason. He's just tanked since the set came out. I think you should probably buy him now because he's going to be used a lot from now on out. Yeah, he. I feel like he's gotten cheaper because a lot have hit the market. Outside of Metaplay and maybe the movies, They pro- people probably got Groot and thought, well, this isn't the Groot from the movies. Um, this is a big, ugly Groot. So they probably wanted to mm. trade him away, especially since he was going for $50 or higher right when the set came out. So, yeah, definitely buy him now that he's cheaper. For sure. I, I agree with Jason's assessment. You hit the you hit the nail on the head, Jason. Yeah, I, I, I think those are, those are, and here's I got other ones on there. I don't know if you want to hear all of them. Like I've also got yeah, uh, go for uh, it. Fast Forces Giant Girl. She's already been going up in price. She's probably going to get more expensive. If you can find any of her, I'd buy one or more <laughs> if you can get your hands on it. Um, if you like Infinity, Avengers Infinity itself is just like tanked like a rock. Uh, if you want, if you haven't completed the set, it's probably just it's pretty cheap right now. You can probably do it fairly easily. The chases are all like thirty bucks or just a little sub that maybe. Uh, let's see, Alex and I talked about you might want to try to complete your Mighty Thor uh, set. Uh, it's going to be about a year old come August, and it's just going to get harder and harder to find. Oh boy, that I would say that's a that's a hard buy at the moment. I mean, the Thor chase the. The Thor chases, or the Thor chase, Thor with Mjolnir, has had three of them sell for over two hundred bucks as of this recording. Yeah, he just hit two fifty yesterday. Uh, 
I traded for one a couple weeks ago and traded my beta ray bill for it and have not looked back. And, and beta ray himself has sold for 250 and 200 on the last couple on eBay. He's not cheap either. Uh, I think I, he's in my hold section. I wouldn't I wouldn't sell him right now. I don't think I'd totally hold on to him. Um, and you know you might also be looking at a pim tank set. Pim tank set has got super cheap. Yep, and it might be. For good reason. Let's yeah, be yeah. fair. Yeah. No. To- no. I totally get that. Yeah. It was what fifty bucks, seventy bucks retail, and then they come and nerf it to the ground, and everyone's like, "All right, I just spent seventy bucks on garbage, basically me included." I was like, "All right, I can't wait for this to collect dust." And then now, we're kind of like, "All right, it's not, it's not as bad. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's not as bad." And then uh, Alex and I also talked about this. Uh, you might uh, look at your Star Trek uh, original series pieces with the uh, Next Generation set coming out. It might spark more interest in that as well. Oh, yeah. I'm totally buying the title characters. I actually don't have them currently. And I know, Dan, I think you have written a piece about a title, the title um, Star Trek figure, one of them. Cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't think, um, I don't think Pat's published my article yet. Um, not yet so i did write in my uh, latest majestics article about core uh, i was super excited to uh talk about him and uh and you're actually getting one of those from me at uh, at nats mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're about uh, six days away from having your very own core i just hope i hope we get a really good wharf or something like that from next yeah i think you need to look hard at the chases like uh like sulu and kirk also hmm Oh, they they are phenomenal. They're uh, mm-hmm. they're great in Rock Age, uh, with the hammers. Um, although Pat's banned the book, but uh, uh, no, they they are great pieces. Um, you know, I think we see that set stock go up um, as, as time goes on because it wasn't a popular set to buy, um, and the bricks and stuff on eBay are even cheaper. I think if I was yeah. to make a recommendation on a buy, I would say buy a brick of it on eBay. Oh yeah, I mean I bought a case uh, when I put a coupon from eBay. I bought a case for 120 bucks. Like it, it was dirt, dirt cheap. I mean there's some good utility pieces in there, Lieutenant Kyle, the rare Uhura. Just stuff people are not paying attention to right now. Well, get I it, think the, the problem with the Star Trek set is it came out at a really bad time mm-hmm. um, because we were so burnt out last year. Because we had so many sets. Because we had that was it last year that we had the yeah yeah last year's anniversary year. So yeah. So by the time uh, Star Trek came out, we had just gotten Harley Quinn like two weeks prior, three weeks prior, and so getting a set that I know locally not a lot of people were Star Trek fans, so um, they were just kind of like eh. Um, and I, and and I also feel like when. Whiz kids when they get a now they've had the Star Trek license I know, but if you think of it from Ninja Turtles the first Ninja Turtle Gravity Feed, there were some pretty good figures in it, but it was kind of not overwhelming. It was just kind of a little underwhelming for some of the figures. the The common turtles were cool, the chases were cool, but some of the uh, the Baxter Stotman was neat, but some of the other figures were kind of meh. And how, then they kind of how, how quickly, quickly we forget, forget about praying whenever, whenever oh, yeah, I forgot about <laughs> But they grew into the set. I feel like like they then they came out with shredders. I just hope we don't get a. We'll have to see how unplugged goes. But 
I'm looking forward to the second Star Trek set, mostly because I'm a next-gen fan more than I am the original series. Nothing wrong with the original series. I just like next-gen more. Well, I totally agree with you. And yeah. I think I think the core demographic of Hero Clicks is more next-gen fans anyways, just because of the age. And I'm really just looking forward to having Whoopi Goldberg in Hero Clicks. I want a Batleft special object. <laughs> that yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I, I, I hope yeah. we get a um, a Riker with no facial hair and one with facial hair. They can make those the primes and put primes back in, and one with facial hair and one without. I think the set. I think the set does have primes in it. If I read the solicit correctly, I mean, I could see them doing a Picard and then a Borg Picard. Yeah, if Ooh. we don't have Locutus as a chase, that's probably going to be disappointing. <laughs> I just want uh, the title character to be. Uh, a bathrobe uh, Captain Picard. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff to come out in the, the Star Trek set. So uh, I think the only thing that I had in hold as well, um, I think your Mighty Thor set was right. And um, hold, um, let me look at my note here. Um, hold all of your stuff from Harley Quinn. And even the Joker's Wild. Um, if those IDs um, pan out to be more of them, you'll want those figures ready mm-hmm. to go. Um, I will say uh, for some of the cells, um, now this might sound a little bit um, heretical, if you will, but... Um, if you aren't a meta player, you need to have already, if not now, sell your lockjaw. If you somehow have won a WKO sealed, you're sitting on one, and you're like, eh, it's a neat figure, sell that thing now. You should have sold it last week. Yeah, from, yeah, from a pure profit standpoint, now is the time to sell Shadowcat and Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's think about that for a second, though. Now, if... If they were dropping those at BR tables in the UK, don't you think we would have seen them hit the market? I have already had seen people that had multiple, it, like, uh, like, you know, Connellys from that they put up, and they had Lockjaws and Shadowcats. Like okay. A couple. I mean, I haven't seen a bunch yet, but I mean, I've seen people that had like eight different Connellys. I'm pretty sure they probably got. Some of them from BRs. Yeah, or, or if they want, why, why would they? Why would they not drop them at BR tables? I don't know. Either that or everybody in the UK just held on to theirs. I mean, look at—they're getting—they're getting, they're getting uh, Power Girl, who's going to be a WKO prize here. Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing any additional ones on eBay. I think. Yeah. I think the reason you sell now, and this is only if you're not a meta player, is due to the uncertainty. Because there could be a chance that WizKids didn't send a ton over because they're planning on using them for local, like uh, Nationals BRs. I'm in the boat that doesn't think that they're going to be in BRs. I think they're just going to be in the, uh, what is it, the Team Nats. If you win that, top four, I think, gets one. Or top eight, maybe. I mean, was, was Lockjaw released in the UK before now? Yeah, he was at their WKOs. Was he? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Did they have WKOs over there at that point in time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... We've seen some results from over there. 
Don't don't dash my hopes of getting a cheaper lock dog, Daniel. <laughs> I, I you know what, Jason? I'm I'm not trying to be a pessimist. I'm just trying to be a realist. And I just I, would don't, say, I, don't, I don't see why I would say it don't don't hold do so. don't hold your breath next week, okay? Now, as soon as I see the big box full of lock jaws at Nats for the BR tables, I will text you and let you know so that you can hold your breath. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the, I don't see where it benefits them to not to not put them out. It doesn't benefit WizKids at all. I mean, why hold it back? Maybe uh, WizKids starts uh, selling them uh, on eBay themselves. That's fine too, but I mean, every other piece that they've brought out of WKOs has wind up being in BR prizes as well in the past. I don't. Re- yeah, but the, remember they changed WKOs this year. To where they don't you don't get the brick it's now this very exclusive piece like i don't remember seeing shadow cats uh i mean not that we've had a lot of big events with brs but my guess is they're not going to be in brs they're going to save the connelly's that they're gonna that we know of what the daredevil stuff like that yeah we haven't had a we haven't had a br event since shadow cats been out that was in november last year so there hasn't been an event where she would have i been. think I think they're going to keep them exclusive to the WKOs, so that way you have the mindset of, hey, WKOs are a special thing, uh, like this next one where it's like, what is it, Impulse, uh, Power Woman, and... That's what I say, Power Woman's already been released at UK Nats. Already. But was it a, but was it a, a purchasable? No. I don't, don't know, but I mean, she's already there, I've already seen her. Uh, with people yeah, but she's going to be at ours too for... Right. What I'm saying is she's going to be at WKOs and she's already there, so that already breaks the. Uh, so how about this, Jason? Just here, here. Let me read some comments. Um, was so some um, so Michael McGreesh, he was the guy that was at UK Nats pumping a bunch of stuff. Um. So was Lockjaw given out on the Battle Royal tables? Yes, but we got random prizes, so the people who got Lockjaws are the ones. Uh, price gouging for them because Americans don't know that there's another 25 of them out in the wild. <laughs> I'm just reading Michael McGresh's quote, quote online here, so that was just a quote. One on one. So I he he said 25 more. So I maybe maybe Jason maybe. Well, if they're giving them out there, I don't know why they wouldn't give them out anywhere else. I don't know. I'm just gonna be optimistic. So. Well, ironically enough, the other thing I had in my sell section was the UK Connellys. Um, if you are in the UK and listening to this and have not sold your Connellys yet, you need to now because there are people like myself who would pay a premium price to have something that I will not get till December that I can play starting in July, aka a Joker ID or um, Dan, like a Thanos or a Thanos Thank copter. So if you happen to get your hands on any of those, you're probably going to want to sell them, especially if you don't really plan on using them. If you've got a Poison Ivy ID, do yourself a favor and sell it now before everyone realizes that it's going to be garbage until Animated <laughs> comes out. <laughs> garbage. Oh. Well, what, what's, what's everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, new ID, let's get it. <laughs> well, what's, what's in your whole section? Holding? Um... I'm holding on pretty much most of the AI Super Rare Colossals. I mean, Groot, I'm never going to get rid of, but 
Until I see Eternity and Infinity, I am holding on those because Nationals, you probably want to hold on most of your chases and super rares that you might suspect make a splash until after Nationals is over. Uh, because mm -hmm. there's going to be that one figure that, ooh, like Sam Cap last year. Sam Cap wasn't worth very much until she ended up winning Worlds, right? So then her price has gone up, and she's been used more and more and more every month. She's on winning teams, and now she's she's still not crazy expensive, but she's a lot more expensive than she she's used to She's a solid be. 60 yeah. if you can find somebody yeah. to sell you one. Yeah, it's around 60 bucks. yeah. And she didn't win Worlds, so you, I don't think. She wasn't on Howard's team, I don't believe. Uh, or was she on the She was on PJ's second place again. team, right? The That's Nationals. what it was. Yeah. That's what it was, because I remember he moved across the map, like, first mm -hmm. turn, and I remember it blew my mind at the time, because I was like, what? Oh, yeah, that's Sam Cap. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Sam, Sam uh, Cap has won uh, four, uh, probably close to seven or eight Super Qs mm -hmm. so far that I can think of. So she's just done phenomenal. Um, yeah. To a hold, another hold, um, hold on, if you're not buying them, hold on your X-Men IDs. Um, I'm still a little cautious on how the new student IDs from the Blackbird are going to affect the market because you have now another Jean Grey, another Iceman, another Cyclops, and a lot of people are going to try to double up on those, but a lot of people aren't going to try to double up on... Like, I don't know if people are going to double up on Jean Grey, because that's just going to get wicked expensive to have two Jean Greys. Double up on Iceman is going to be a million times more expensive, but it's going to be more viable to have two Icemen. But things like Beast ID, um, Angel ID... Eh, I mean... No one's going to be playing the Beast ID, unfortunately, until they find some combo that I'm not smart enough to come up with. It, it, so it doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding on the ex, uh, the Headmaster's IDs. Um, you might want to sell some of them if you're not planning on using them before Blackbird drops because people are going to just go to them for their alternatives. Hey, I don't need to spend... 20 30 bucks on a cyclops id i can get this cheaper three-point id out of the blackbird which is also on my sell list um if you're going to go to uh, nationals get yourself now please don't buy all the blackbirds before i get there on thursday please no so you'll be fine you've never been to nationals have you alex i know this is my first first go is around it your first time at origins mm -hmm. so yep um they have a uh, an allotment per day that you can buy um, you can only buy one at a time, so if you wait through the line multiple times, and they space them out to where they have stock for every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was so, totally not a rush to get everything. It was just smooth, and you could just go get what you want pretty much at any time. Because I, I know Lane has already mentioned multiple times how he, he is planning to buy multiple. <laughs> he wants to buy them out, I think. No, he's, I mean, you're, you can't. You're not going to. They have plenty right. of them. Um, I would bet that they still have cases of uh, Sinestros and that sort of thing that we're going to see filter into uh, uh, stores this year, um, if I had to guess. That'd be nice, because Sinestro is neat, but I wasn't paying that much for him for what he did. 
Um, but yeah, I would, um, if you're going to Nationals, obviously those Connellys that we're getting um, definitely are going to be sells if you don't plan on keeping them. I know I'm picking up, a, I'm hoping to pick up at least two or three Blackbirds, one or two for myself and a, a buddy locally, but it's going to be, while it's not a Quinjet, it's going to be a hot commodity because it's sort of a resource that the only other one we kind of have is the Punisher van. Yeah, I mean so, the the ID cards are the are, are are the sixty bucks. Exactly right. That that's where you're getting your your money from. Mm-hmm. So. so I mean, you could buy the Blackbird and sell those IDs to get back your cost and more. So if you want to play the Blackbird and you don't really care about the IDs, which I don't know why you would do that, but um, if you want to spend fifty bucks and then sell all the IDs individually, except for probably Beast. Um, you can make back your 50 bucks very quickly yeah. um, and more. All right, um, so that does it for our buy, sell, or hold. Let's move on to click four. Click four, final thoughts. All right, guys, so in traditional clickstop fashion, this is where we have our final thoughts. So, uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? Um... Just uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to our new uh, concept for shows. Uh, we're clocking in right about an hour and 20 minutes, so a little bit longer on our first episode here, but uh, uh, quick fire through the, all these, um, and we look forward to you enjoying uh, both sets of our uh, content and enjoy us bringing you even more content overall. All right, uh, Jason? Uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for listening. I uh, hope everybody has a safe trip to and from Nats, has a good time. And uh, since David's not here, Mangog. Um, and uh, as for me, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is, I think, going to be a lot of fun uh, for me and for everyone else involved. I, I think this is going to be a good way to get a little bit more in-depth on certain things that I know people want to talk about, but still being able to have fun on the uh the main episodes so i'm really excited for this um and so thank you so much for listening and for checking out this uh kind of new show uh the new part of click stuff um until next time uh we'll, we'll talk to you next time later later